Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me today. This is the Spicy Pecan Podcast. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could. We don't have as many things as they do. Like the if there's three gay bars, there's maybe one lesbian bar. Oh you know, my gosh, it's always yeah. it's always like an afterthought. Um, but all right, podcasts. Yes. Gay monologues. Hi. My name Listen, is Krisha. <laughs> you guys better subscribe to Gay Monologues. You're going to see exactly what I saw. It's a dope show. And the cool thing about it is you can tell it's coming from a very genuine place. Like there's no superficialness. And you can actually even tell her nervousness, which <laughs> I actually, I find that endearing. You know, it's oh. like, oh man, she's being real. Like she's really being real. Not nervousness yeah. of like being on the show. But nervousness when sometimes you say a little too much about a specific topic, you're like, oh, yeah. I don't know if I should say that or not. Yeah, you know? a lot of the times I'm like, oh, is, mm, is this mm, okay? Oh. Is this going to come back? Yes. Yes, it will. Yeah. Your kids will hear your episodes. Oh, my God, my kids. I'm not even thinking that far. Me either. <laughs> Me either. Oh, just between us, I, uh, I've been following Gabby and Allison since they were on BuzzFeed. I just think they're so funny and they're just a cute best friends. Um, but yeah, they like they're they're also very um like LGBTQ positive, obviously. Yeah. Um there's a lot on the list. Uh but one that I really want to mention is gay mom talk because this is I think this is why I started this podcast because I don't know what a happy lesbian couple looks like in the future like I don't know what I'm working towards and it freaks me out yeah you know I gotta I gotta give you that one I gotta give you that one I don't have really any examples of yeah none of like solid couples yeah and I think that's why it took me so long to to like figure out that I was a lesbian not just bisexual because like when you think about like ending up with a guy you know like what the path is you're like right. oh, okay get married have kids blah blah, blah all that because i <laughs> basically you can just picture any rom-com you want but like all the movies and stuff that we have we're just like oh my god they got cheated on oh my god one of them died no one's ever happy what the heck is my life gonna look like i have no yeah clue. that's true man that is true <laughs> I never even thought about that. I should have thought about that before I agreed to this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I'm sorry. Am I freaking you out? (laughs) No, you know what it is though? I just feel like, I don't think people realize like, yes, we're very excited to be gay and living our lives Mm. and just being who we are. But being gay is freaking inconvenient. It just is. Like, it's not like I can go into a grocery store and be like, hey, what's up? What's your number? You know what I mean? Especially not no black girls. (laughs) Like... Hell no, or a Puerto Rican girl or something like that, that, you know, like in front of her friends and she gets embarrassed somehow by that or whatever, or yes. thinks it's a little too forward or just anything that it, it could just go so wrong that now I'm trying to give you my number and I'm like, this fight, you know, like, yeah, and, and okay. I don't want no problems. 
this is why I made a whole episode about eyebrow slits because I don't see anything wrong with it. I just want to be sure that when I go up to you or you come up to so me, is that, that we're on okay, the same page. I was going to ask you about that. Do I have to get that? You don't have to, but I just feel like it makes life easier. Like, it's like, okay. man, you're right. I, I do need something that says like, yeah, well, I'm out here. Like, you know, just in case I'm out here. Yeah. Like, even if the other person doesn't have it, at least they know they can come up to you or they can hit on you. Um, yeah. Like, they won't get embarrassed. See, and it's weird because I'm usually the person who goes up to, you know, um, so it's weird having someone come up to me. I, I don't know mm-hmm. how I would like, I mean, it's happened before, but yeah, I, you're right. Maybe I do need to do the... I gotta do something. Maybe yeah, I'll just if you go up draw to somebody, like the Harry Potter. <laughs> Can we make this the case? <laughs> oh my god! I think you could. You could start that. <laughs> like, hey guys, can we just like make this the gay thing? Because like I'm trying to grow my eyebrows back, and mm-hmm. like, yeah, I maybe I could just do like people. a couple of dots, but then like I'm I'm a murdering lesbian. <laughs> the teardrop. <laughs> all right, let's bring a move on. All right, so let's do uh, let's do all right. So you did two of them. Let's do top five podcasts. Okay, I don't have any podcasts, so this <laughs> list is very helpful for me because I don't have any gay or lesbian podcasts that I listen to. Or that's a lie. The read. The read. Oh my God. So the read is huge. It's um, a podcast that is listened to all over the world. It's two um, queer uh, black millennials and they're, they talk politics, culture, everything. Um, And it's just really good. Like they, when you say unapologetic, like they are unapologetic. Um, It's wild. Like when you, for me, it's not because I'm black. But as someone who's not black listening to it for the first time, you're probably like, ooh, ooh. But it's very good content. It's very good content. And it's a perspective that a lot of people do feel the way that they feel, like just about the unfairness. And, you know, it's funny, their takes on um, pop culture and stuff like that. Very good show. Very good show. Definitely adding that to my playlist then. I think my next two that I wish we want to talk about, um, Les Tog, is just about this cute, like, UK uh, couple. They're so cute. They just talk about, like, their life together and things like that. It's And they talk about pop culture and dating and how they figured out that they were, you know, queer. I think yeah. it's that, like, kind of similar thing that I want to talk about to help the, the young ones figure right. things out. Come on, um, baby gays. Yeah, <laughs> you could do it. But I think I'm my favorite. I'm your very godmother. My favorite, favorite podcast at the moment is No Filters, No Fears. They, that, they just talk about the most, like, body positivity things. And it comes from a very honest place and from their own experiences and things like that. Nice. Um, Yeah. And they do lives on Facebook. So I try to go on, but sometimes I'm just busy. But yeah, I always catch their episodes on Spotify. So I think that one would be my number one recommended all right youtube channels so i'll start yes between women was probably the best uh 
best put together web series that I've seen um, with, you know, like lesbian genre. Um, it's pretty much an all black cast. It got so popular that the creator ended up doing a cruise. Like she did this big cruise, like lesbian cruise for a lot of the people that were watching the show. <laughs> and awesome. there was like some scandal that happened. I guess she just kept the money. Like the cruise never happened and she kept the money. So the show kind of just went away. <laughs> what the f- Yeah. Yeah. I was, was so like, excited. But wow, I'm that was telling just like- you, it was such a good show before that. Like so good. Uh, is that like fire festival type? stuff oh yeah <laughs> whatever she did that illegal stuff and it's like damn why they gotta be black every time like, every time i see black people doing something where it's like i'm watching the news i'm like don't let them be black don't let them be black. <laughs> but, they, but yes asian <laughs> but they yes. do that on purpose it's like most of these crimes are done by people of color but then they only show people of color in the news it's like yeah exactly it's i mean white people outnumber us in this in this country but they never blast white people for doing crime. Rarely. Yeah. It's like, like they pull that one story that happened of the black guy and blah, blah, blah. But the white guy who's been selling you pharmaceuticals for 15 years and robbed of the $15 yeah. million dollars, or now you have lung cancer or dropping pollution or just all this stuff. And you're worried about the little nickel and dime drug dealer that, you know, mm-hmm. got into or a fight with an like a big thing they kind of downplay it oh like oh this 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 23 year old bomber just had mental issues he was bullied it's not his fault things like that i'm absolutely. like absolutely what? what would drive him to it racism yeah <laughs> freaking racism yes all right oh, uh yeah Rose what's the rosie they're my favorite they're so funny they have this like wait what is it Rose and Rosie, they're Rose and another Rose. UK couple. Okay. I guess I just really like UK accents, but they're so <laughs> funny. Um, they just, they do random stuff. They talk about like, oh, I guess like you, uh, you'd you like it too because they round up um, lesbian culture. Like they'll, ha- they'll have episodes of things that um, other queers recommend to them in their comments, like different TikToks, different TV shows, and, di- oh, okay. and then they'll like do a review of it. Um, they're just, their take on it is just so funny. Gotta and check like, them out. Rosie yeah. Rosie. And unsolicited project. They used to be called the Gay Woman Channel. They make uh short films, like lesbian short films, which are really cute and heartwarming. Listen, how do we get in these? I know. We gotta figure out how to get in these. Just if if somebody knows how to get into web series, please listen, let us know. Absolutely. Whoever's watching this, if you're a producer or something like that, listen, we need a lesbian web series that is strong in the writing that's actually realistic and good you know or if they want to have like the l word real house type thing yeah why not i'll be somebody's kept woman you know what i mean like oh my god you ever watch tila tequila um and yes the double shot at love i never wait i i do remember her I remember her being in a show, but I don't remember everything about it. It was a dating show, right? Yeah, it was like a dating show and she was bisexual. So it's like when men and women. I do remember that. Yes. Yeah. I think there's a second. Why are they scratching and clawing to get with this little (laughs) big headed little body? She had like a big head for a little body. But I mean, I feel like I could do a reality TV show. Oh, if, uh, 
what's that show where they they give a rose no they veto people and it's like they do like challenges in the house and they're not allowed to survivor road rules oh i love road rules too i'd I'd love to be on a show like that see i need to i'm not that adventurous like i wasn't an (laughs) athlete in high school or anything you know (laughs) like um i need something that's more like yeah like housewives oh my god (laughs) yes i I could see you on that (laughs) oh my god please somebody make somebody uh, let's make this please let's make it happen you know um a double shot at love with spicy pecan (laughs) or maybe not a double shot that's probably not the best title for an alcoholic (laughs) um we'll just go to the next title (laughs) Oh, well, okay. So the unsolicited project, I also do Pillow Talk, which actually like the, the series is what got me through coming out. They just, they do that. They talk about the same kind of stuff. Like, um, how do you figure out who, like, if you're gay signs or how can you tell if somebody's gay types of lesbians, like just like fun, uplift, uplifting content like that, that just makes you feel good about being queer. So if you met me, Cause we've had a couple of conversations now. If you met me, would you know that I was gay? Uh, no, actually, because I'm an overthinker. Because I, so I mean, I would say the same thing. If I met you, like our first conversation, right now you got the baseball cap on stuff. So I'd probably be like, mm, maybe, <laughs> maybe, which is like so stereotypical. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I wouldn't have just uh, assumed that. It's, it's, I feel like it's, it's easier. Well, it's easier for the guys, mm-hmm. you know, even though if you've ever been to a gay club, have you ever been to a gay club? Yeah. I don't think straight people really understand. It's everybody in there. Yeah. Like it's guys you would never, ever know. Like the linebacker from the football team, the, the, the nerdy accountant, it's every type of person. So I guess me even saying that, like, it's easier for the guys is not true. But I, I think maybe they're just more confident in their gaydars because I, I could be like, oh, she could be. But then also she could just be into that type of style. I don't want to stay yeah. type. <laughs> yeah, true. Me too. I overthink um, unless I know or um, we're in a space where mm-hmm. you better be gay. <laughs> if not, it's not my fault. But I'm definitely, you know, going to try to talk to you. Um, I'm trying yeah, this I thing where I just, uh, where I will just try and shoot my shot. Like if you have tattoos, piercings, a slit eyebrow, I will try and shoot my shot. But otherwise, no, I can't. Yeah. There's no sign. Can't do it. Yeah. All right. What is the next one? Oh, just between us. That's also like the podcast. It's also just um, Gabby and Allison, just them as roommates. Okay, so just between us is the video version of their podcast. Uh, no, they also make like video content. I think they started as a YouTube channel and then okay. they they moved into podcasting. Gotcha. Oh, and then Lily saying Superwoman. I had like I I had always had an inkling that maybe she was queer but i think recently she came out yeah she did recently uh lily singh and um she did recently come out and she's been very a lot more 
forward in her, yeah. she, you know, she's feeling her, her gay wings. She's, she's, you know, flying now. Yeah, um, I Cause I saw I... some video that she did and I'm like, Oh, okay. She just, she just out here girls. Did you watch any of her um, talk show videos? Cause she does like little clips of things in the beginning of her, or monologues in the beginning of her I've show. I've seen little things. Like she did an interview with Joe Biden. I saw that she uh i've seen little little things and then of course i always see her little tiktoks or whatever those are um of her dancing or you know just doing she um i always thought she was pretty interesting but i definitely was very surprised at how popular she actually was because by the time i had learned about her she already had millions of followers and i'm like yeah who is she again but there's a lot of people like that there's a lot of people with millions of followers um and you would never have any clue who they were I think I I just learned about Lily Singh early on in her YouTube days just because she was from Canada and I think from the same city actually oh okay okay what's up you gonna shoot your shot what's going (laughs) on she's right around the corner come on she lives in LA now oh she's in LA excuses maybe maybe her aunt her grandmom still live up the street or something you know you can be like they'll be like she's gay maybe i maybe i just haven't been looking in the right area of my city do you guys have a huge population of indian people yeah in my particular city yes there is so Toronto and there's GTA. GTA stands for Greater Toronto Area, which are like the surrounding cities. Oh, okay. Um, and I live in like one of the surrounding cities. In this particular city, there are big population because each one has their own. Like where my parents are has like a big Asian population. But yeah, um, are there where you are? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like yeah, different. You know, different pockets. Like when I lived in North Jersey, where I went to college. Um, huge population of Indian people, but I never got an opportunity to date an Indian woman. Which you know what? I did date Me someone either. from a weird country. Um, I forgot. Oh, Turkey. It's not a weird country at all. <laughs> I dated someone oh my from gosh. Turkey. But, um, they're beautiful over there. Yeah, no, that whole, you know, I mean, there's beautiful women everywhere, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. I always wanted to um, learn more about Indian culture via dating an Indian woman. <laughs> and the food is awesome, so I'm already, yeah. you know, One I'm of my best friends has an Indian restaurant, and oh my God, I get free Indian food all the time, and it's so good. Oh my God, I think somebody in my house just died. I don't know if you did you hear that that banging I don't know what that was that's crazy definitely a burglar or somebody coming in to kill you I don't even have a lock on my door so if somebody is coming to Canada you guys see this I got a lock on my bedroom door I got a lock on my belt it's America lock on my phone <laughs> <laughs> no but actually so my front door has one of those like pin pad locks and sometimes in the middle of the night it sounds like somebody's trying to get in I get freaked out I'm like oh my yeah, god yeah but have you ever known anyone to have a, a home burglary in Canada uh, anyone like that you've known yeah my a family friend yeah? 
they but they live in like um in a city where that's known for that okay. actually this this city is kind of known for that too my, my <laughs> city has a really bad so you were in the hood oh i need to come visit i need to come visit the hood of canada <laughs> where were we okay i know right uh stevie stevie she's just a uh sex positive uh channel and she used to date the next channel Allie hills and i really shipped them as a couple and it broke my heart when Aww. they they broke up same thing with the next two um now this is living and kemi scott they were such a cute couple and they were um both of them were couples around the same time and they broke up around the same time oh wow um, so they broke up and then one person kept the podcast and the other person decided to do another one oh no these these are youtube channels oh so YouTube. They, they, i'm sorry i'm yeah, sorry that's okay they all have like their own separate youtube channels and they're all okay. doing their own things now i wonder how that works like who gets the youtube <laughs> channel in our divorce you know yeah because right? if it's I a think, think about it if it's a huge brand if you've already got a couple thousand followers, like, are you really going to want to give that up? Yeah. Isn't that I'll scary? I'll fight you in court for my YouTube followers. <laughs> but I think that's why you always have, like, your own separate stuff. Yeah, true. See, we're starting it off the right way. It's not yeah. just because we're single. We just thought about it like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Because we're business women. And we know <laughs> Business women who put ourselves on the internet and uh, explicitly say that we're single for, for no apparent reason. Oh, I was just kidding. I'm not single, guys. Just By kidding. the way, our DM both me. of our DMs are open. <laughs> I know, right? Spice your pecan podcast on everything. Um, all right. Musica. Yes. I think oh. I only contributed one song <laughs> or <laughs> two songs. I'm so whack. So these are the only songs that I could think of off the top of my head that were like explicitly gay, like Kiss mm-hmm. a Girl. Everybody used that in every lesbian scene, Katy Perry. And then Kiss Me, Sixpence None the, uh, Sixpence, none the Richer. Um, yes. I was obsessed with like the Dawson Creek soundtrack. I never even really watched the show like that. But I worked at Borders Books and somebody gave me like season one and two soundtrack and it was so good. Like the soundtrack but... itself was so good. So I learned all the songs of Dawson's Creek. Um, and that was obviously, you know, that was a that was pretty big at the time. Yeah, I, I I even watched a couple. It created a stir when she did that. No, but I this is like one of my favorite songs. I didn't know it was queer. I was like, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then people were like writing articles about it. And it's just like, oh, you know, like provocative and cutting edge. And, you know, which like you listen to hip hop and it's like cutting edge. <laughs> What's cutting edge? Um all right. Well, for this, I went through like my entire Spotify and tried to pick out. All right, the, so my just favorite just one. list off a couple because it's music, so people are gonna know, you right. know. Girls like girls by Haley Kiyoko. Oh my god, this was like this was my coming out song. Yeah, I, I don't think yes. I've ever heard it. Um, it's really cute, and oh my god, you have to watch the music video for this one. This is what made me love this. Okay, that one definitely on your list. Honey by Kalani. Kalani is by, and the song is like the lyrics. It's like, I like girls, like, I like honey. It's just so sweet and it's so innocent. Um, this next one is not so innocent. Um, Pussy is God by King Princess. What King Princess? Is that an American artist? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. 
she has a lot she has a lot of good stuff but it, this the song is just, she's a lot like i think all her songs are queer but this song is just so funny i had to put it on. oh lord is it like like in another genre it would be rap well is no it's actually explicit? it's a really really good song but oh, okay so it's it's more it's just, just the title is really funny yeah um girls by girl in red that one i only found through tiktok but i actually really yeah. like it um remy wolf another queer artist shoddy it's more like indie pop type stuff and oh my god this it blew my mind when taylor swift came out with this song recently with her new album betty she talks about wanting to kiss a girl named betty and i was like i did not know taylor swift maybe i don't know is she keep her (laughs) what you don't like taylor swift no. <laughs> I, I think she's just so wholesome and so nice. Oh, my God. You know what the thing about her is? I know that that's her image, but everything else about her screams, like, the bitchiest, bratty, brattiest type of person. Like, she sues her fans. Oh, she did that? What happened? Yeah, she sued several fans for like infringement or whatever and usually it's like people don't really go that far unless it's like a company or somebody's like mm-hmm. really making money off of it no she sues her fans and i don't you know what i think i just kind of resent that like oh i'm so wholesome and i but i talk shit on like every boyfriend i had it's like if you're gonna do that be like adele about it you know yeah oh adele yes you know but yeah, I don't know. Maybe something with like somebody I've run into in the past and maybe, you know, like she just, her vibe just doesn't rub me the right way. You think she's gay or you think she's bi? Yeah, you, okay. You, I know you don't like her, but you have to listen to the song. It screams queer. And I, I, I still have to re-listen to it to double check. I think cute though. I, I think, think she's like plain, like just so average. I think I that's know. what she's going for, though, right? Like, yeah, she like could look however she wants. She could be glammed out every second, but she purposely goes for this, like, you know, I could be your neighbor. Yeah, but I think she's changed that recently. I think she's yeah. trying to be more like herself. I think, like, I'm sure at the beginning of her career, it was so controlled by her publicists and things like that. Oh, you're a real stan. Yes, I, you. I wasn't, you know, listen, I wasn't a stand until career, you don't understand yeah. Nina. In the beginning of her career, people didn't understand her because of the contracts that she was in. No, yes. I'm just kidding. No, but, yeah. girl. I, at the beginning of her career, I really didn't care for her either until 1989 came out, and I just really liked her music after that. Oh, Here's yeah, that's another gripe I have about her. She remade Celebration. Oh, she did? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, she remade a very classic old song that has been played at like every barbecue every black barbecue and she remade it and it was like not good so that's another thing where i was like taylor swift i hate you (laughs) all right what else we got not now by ali hills one of the youtube channels this this song is such a bop um and it's about her like just i think it's i think they confirmed that it was a nut by for another YouTuber, which I think just, I love to watch the drama, you know, I just like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pretty Lady by Tash Sultana. Tash Sultana, oh my God. She's like a different kind of music. She's all on her own. I think 
you need to kind yeah. of give her a yeah, chance. Yeah, I've never heard of her before. I'll check it out. Uh, Tegan and Sarah, classic lesbian artists, queer Anything artists. by Tegan and Sarah. Yeah. And the Veronica's Untouched. Oh, my God. I remember listening to this in, like, high school over and over and over. And at the time, I didn't even know that they were queer. And so one of them started dating Ruby Rose. And I'm like, what? Everybody is obsessed with that girl. And I, you know what? I, I don't know why, but I feel like almost because like in my head we have a similar style i feel a weird competition <laughs> like she ain't that damn cute like yo i've literally thrown her under the bus several times just because i'm like you know like she's not all that you know like just one of those like little kid things and it's yeah. so weird it's like involuntary it would she first came on uh oranges oh my god we didn't put oranges the new black on the list but oh right yeah <laughs> when she first came on to that show everybody was obsessed with her and i really, and wentworth I, yeah oh yeah wentworth we didn't put either but yeah i didn't really get the whole ruby rose thing like i think she's pretty but also yeah not really don't yeah. see it too much i i mean i think she's gorgeous mm. um i love her hair like i always <laughs> like her hair I'm always like, damn, should I do that? I'm not brave enough to do that. You know, like you're brave enough. I believe in you. I just if I shave the sides of my head, I feel like, you know, my mom's going to be like, you've just gone too far. now." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was enough with this and this and you cut all your hair off and this and that. But I feel like I just like slowly family, shorten it. <laughs> I know. Right. I know. I do keep threatening a fade like just cutting it all off and having like some ill design like spicy pecan on the side of my head or something like that <laughs> go vote, I know a good barber. vote in the back of my you should do it i know a good barber will get that done when you come up to canada <laughs> oh my gosh all right so this is my this is the juicy part we're you know we're coming to kind of the second half <laughs> um lesbian types okay the first i can't really you need to explain to me the difference between butch and stud okay so in my interpretation butch and stud are very they're similarly used so they kind of can be interchangeable but butch is the more aggressive like the the end of the spectrum you know pretty much like before a transition that's how oh. I see Butch. It's okay. like everything up towards the transition. Um, stud is more like, I see studs as being more sportier. So it's like the athlete guy, the athlete girl. You know what I mean? It's like, mm -hmm. this is the girl that's going to be wearing jerseys and, you know, like a little, maybe has like, I would consider myself a step below a stud. So like a um, soft stud? Next step, soft stud. So we're, you know, we're kind of going through the spectrum here. Mm -hmm. um, soft stud would be someone like me. I'm not, you're not really going to find me in a skirt or a dress, mm -hmm. but I will wear heels. You know, I do like a light makeup or, you know, something very light. Um, and you probably will see me in like a blazer and jeans or, you know, kind of mixing up the feminine masculine, you know, kind of mm -hmm. mashing the two together um that's kind of how i see it how do you see soft stud would you consider me a soft stud yeah i think you wait let me put my jacket on <laughs> <laughs> damn let me let me get my uh no 
but you yeah, never will but be. I think, yeah, definitely. I think that's what I would, in my head, categorize you as a soft yeah. stud. Yeah. For me, I think I'm a stem because it's like, yeah, sometimes I feel a little more masculine and I dress a little more like boyish and other times. What I is a stem? Like, stem is like a mix of feminine and stud. So okay. sometimes I'll dress like like a soft stud. Um, but other times I feel like super feminine and, and I'll fucking wear a short skirt. I know. I saw that top. picture of you online. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, was it the makeup one? Because that wasn't me. I don't know how to do makeup. <laughs> I really don't. I think, it was the, I think you were wearing makeup or it was just like amazing lighting, but it definitely looked like a photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, so, know which, you know which one I'm talking about. The one that I commented, wowza. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, actually, so uh, my root, one of my roommates is a makeup artist and my other roommate's uh, boyfriend is a photographer. So they're both helping each other with their portfolios. Oh my God. So, How are you not putting out promo pics like every day? I would just be like, oh my God, I'm ready for a photo shoot, guys. Like, no, but, you're wearing pajamas. I, I saw myself and I'm like, oh my God, I look like, a, I look so feminine. I'm not used to this. No. but yeah I, I never okay what is like, your I, did you show that to your parents no you should because they're probably like this was the this was the one we were waiting for <laughs> yeah, let me just dangle it in front of them like oh never gonna have this christmas you know i'll give you i'll give you guys this girl for christmas and new year's yeah because they get like they get upset all the time like I think for a couple months I didn't see them and I come home with like an eyebrow slit and then at the time I dyed parts of my hair teal and they started seeing my tattoos and they were like oh my god it started (laughs) oh my how many tattoos do you have um not that many one two three four I think Four at the moment, but I have like another appointment. People with next tattoos month. always say not that many, and then just can't <laughs> even remember how many there are. There's so many. <laughs> I don't no, have any. I don't have think about any tattoos. One? Yes, I've been I've been carrying around the same picture for like nine years, and I want the the craziest thing. See, this is the thing about Aquarius is we don't do anything kind of half step. So of course, like I want a tattoo, but I want a sleeve. So it's like you should start it. That's what people say. They're like, you gotta start, you know, you gotta like start the process. But I'm like, I don't know. I just always talk myself out of it. I I do really want it, but I always put other stuff ahead of getting it, you know? Have you like looked at artists and stuff that you would want to do it? Yep. Yeah, you're ready. A couple of spots and stuff like that, but I never end up booking the consultation. I dare you to DM one of those artists. Oh shit! Double dog dare. <laughs> Triple dog dare. Damn it, yo! Gotta, now I gotta do it. Um, you know what? That's gonna be my birthday present this year. Nice. That's yes, gonna be do my it for birthday yourself. present. So actually, I need to get rocking on it because a lot of the good artists are pretty much booked for like a month and a half. Oh out. yeah, because people put pushed off their tattoos and stuff. Yeah, people push them yeah. off, and then also sometimes people are just so good, they're like just booked. Yeah, like booked for like a month. And um, if you want like a full sleeve, you definitely want somebody that's. Yeah, like- I mean, I'll start off with the one that you know, 
yeah, I got to do it. All right. Yes. So I think I kind of understand what a STEM is. Now, I didn't realize, so I'll let you explain the next category. Okay, this one is new to me too, which is cottage core, which basically like your flannel lesbians that love to be out in the wilderness, love living in a cottage. They love to farm, make their own food. They're very like environmental friendly and self-sufficient, that kind of stuff. Self-sustainability, Les. Yes. I love it. Yes, I feel like this could totally be me in a different um, setting. Because I, half of me does want to say, F all of this, Mm -hmm. I'm moving to the woods, I'm going to build myself a little house, and I just don't want to do this fake world that you guys have created that doesn't really mean anything. Like, what does it actually mean if I have this car or that car or whatever, you know, it's, you know. Yeah, I think that's my problem too. from the system. I I don't ever see myself living in like downtown, downtown city. Like I used to want to when I was a kid because I thought that was a cool thing. Yeah. But now I'm just like, I want to live out in like a mountain. <laughs> that's honestly the more and more that's really how I feel. But then you're out there by yourself. Well, even that's- though more and more people every year are ditching their lives and moving out into remote area you know mm-hmm. because yeah, now more stories about it now yeah there's a there's a show called homestead rehab that goes to different people's homesteads and helps them fix like different issues that they have on it um and that's one of the statistics that they had in the beginning of the show for the first season it was like millions of americans especially after we had that big economic collapse here mm-hmm. um the the last economic collapse is that 2012 yeah 2012 like 2013 a lot of people left you know and just kind of because they lost the house Mm -hmm. lost the job you know and it's kind of hard trying to figure it out if you've been living in manhattan in a penthouse you know it's hard to kind of go to jersey and live in a single family home it's probably easier just to be like you know what we're totally going to disengage from the system. It's more so about my kids. It's about having time with the family. And yes, we need food and shelter to live, you know? Um, but yeah, nowadays with satellite and all kinds, you can get internet, you know, in so many different places. Yeah. And now that more people are working from home, a lot of people are just like, I don't want to live in this tiny condo. I'm going to move out in the like farms and have like Damn huge straight. space. Yeah. Yeah. You can get a hundred acres, you know? Yeah, isn't that crazy for like a tiny, tiny, like both my sis, my older sisters just bought like houses. Well, my, one of my sisters bought a condo like near like downtown Toronto, Mm -hmm. which was the same price as my sister's house that she bought like completely far away. And it's way bigger, (laughs) way more rooms. And I'm like, oh my God, that was the same price. Yeah. Because you're paying for the convenience to be in the mix, you Mm -hmm. know? Um. All right. So personal goal, become uh, urban farmer, Les. But only once we find our wives. Yes. Yes. And they got to be cool with the homestead situation too. Cause it's like, that could knock you out of the park with somebody. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. That'd be really scary living there all by yourself in the middle of the night. And uh, you hear a knock on your door when there's nobody around. That's where you got You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to be trained in firearms. Like, I feel like everyone should know how to use a gun. 
and feel yeah. comfortable to use a gun to protect yourself. Not yeah. saying you can be tough guy and you wave your gun and nothing like yeah. that. But if someone is coming into your home, pow, pow. <laughs> yeah. Out of here. I've, like I've been to shooting range and like, I, I definitely good. understand the, like you have to have one in your house, especially like if you're going to live in the middle of nowhere. And especially just... if you're a female. Yeah. You yeah. know, Isn't period. That... And that doesn't matter where you live. It's like, mm-hmm. if you're a female and you're by yourself, if there's an intruder, chances are you're probably not going to make it, you know, mm-hmm. you need something a little extra, you know? Yeah. It's just sad, but it's the truth. It's the reality. I mean, why do you think straight girls cling on to their boyfriends so, so hard? You know, they yeah. need their boyfriends to protect them against <laughs> other guys. Like, it's just true. It's like, oh anyway. my God. Okay. This is kind of not related, but it reminded me of this story. So okay, I was with, uh, with my ex-girlfriend and we were at this park in the middle of the night and I told her that I was scared of ghosts at the time. And she's like, don't worry. I got you. I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden there was this like lamp that flickered in, in the park and she ran and left me. Damn. Did you look at her differently? Well, no, I, in a way. Yeah. I, wait. Yeah, I did actually, because I thought you she, should have. Yeah. Cause that's a red flag. You know what I mean? That is a yeah. total red flag. Actually, you know, people can't really help how they naturally react to things, mm-hmm. but it is good to know whether you're with a fighter or a flighter. Yeah. You know, cause you got to play your role. You know what? I should have taken, you, I should have seen that sign from the very beginning. Yep. <laughs> All right. Right. Mm. So feminine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all right. Her loss. Out of here. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So feminine. Yeah. That's pretty obvious. You know. Yeah. The girly of the girly of the girly of girls. You know. The one we ask if uh, for some event we'll need some kind of makeup. Exactly. Any contouring <laughs> or any smoky eyes. <laughs> All that extra shit, you're going to go to the feminine. I mean, I do really applaud the work that they put in because I know they they get ready like hours before. I know, I know, I knew a girl that got up at 5 a.m. just to do her makeup to get to work at like 8 or 9. I'm like, I like to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I wake up early now, but back then, I'm like, I on. typically date like feminine, feminine women. And um, it is, it can be a lot. It can be a lot and it can be very annoying. Like in most of my relationships, I end up saying, let me know about 20 minutes before we need to, you know, when you're wrapping up your whole thing. Um, Because yeah, you're definitely running to girls that it takes about an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, you know? Um, So yeah. It can be, yeah, a lot. But then, I, you know, you get the end result and everybody's happy and all that stuff. But then it's like, don't touch my hair. You're messing up my makeup. It's like, Bitch, I just waited two hours for this shit. Jeanette. I have never dated like a super feminine girl. I think. Really? The, the one girl I dated was kind of more feminine, like mm-hmm. a little more feminine than I usually date on yeah, I was always kind of waiting and I was just like, so what you, category do you usually date? Um, either Urban a farmer? little, 
a little more stud than me or a little more femme just like kind of my general okay. vibe just a little not nudge either this way or a little nudge this way yeah but okay. honestly okay this is something i'm gonna bring up in the political terms but i'm demi-romantic so i don't really care too much about looks it's more about like if we connect that is fascinating to me <laughs> i feel yeah. like i've shot myself in the foot so many times because i cannot get past that initial like I went on a date with a, a more studier butch type of, well, she was butch, like straight up. And um, she put her arm around me, like in the like, oh, oh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just was like, that's my move. <laughs> it was just so, and then like she opened the door for me. I typically do that. So it kind of just, I don't know, it made me feel so girly yeah. okay, and like exposed. No. And I was just like, oh, I don't like I get that too. I feel very, very strange when I'm the little spoon. I feel uncomfortable. I'm like, no, no, it's wrong. You know what's really funny? And I always, I've actually told some of my now exes, like, you better never tell anybody about this, <laughs> ever. Um, but I, yeah, I, I'm like interchangeable, but I've had, I have had very feminine, very, very feminine girls, you know, big spoon me. <laughs> it, it just depends. It just depends. You I mean, know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's nothing wrong about, with it. It's like what you're comfortable with. But it's, but so, like, it's weird. Cause when you're yeah. like a little more like stemish, studdish, it's almost like I'm exposed. Like, you know, it's a weird yeah. thing anyway. All right. Um, and then we have athlete, right? Did we go over okay. I think I just got confused about what a stud was. So I added athlete. So would that be the same as like soccer players? I feel like athlete would be, see, athlete is a tricky one. Right. Because if you always dress in athletic gear, then I would probably say that you're closer to butch stud. Yeah. But if you're like an athlete, like you wear athletic clothes, but then you turn it on a dime and you wear a dress, which I know a lot of girls that do that, like they'll be sweatpants out, not baggy or anything. Yeah. Always with the sweatpants, the Adidas flip flops and a tank top or, you know, whatever. And then literally flipping on its head and you're in like, you know, evening, black attire, gown, whatever. Yeah. But I think that's also the crazy thing is like, you could just one day feel like doing the other. Yeah, we're girls. We have the right to reserve whatever. If I want to be butch today and, you know, feminine tomorrow, we can do that. And sometimes Sometimes, we need to, right? That's what I say. Sometimes I get very dressed up. Like my family's very used to seeing me in like, you know, my soft stud type of dress. But every once in a while, you got to show these hoes you can yeah. still show it. You know? I did that to my family recently and they were like, why don't you do this more often? And I'm like, God, I don't feel I just like- got to let y'all know yeah. what's in the arsenal. I got to let y'all know I'm, I can still come to play. You know what I mean? I can do both. I can do both. Yep. And I'm very lucky. I have a foot. It arches like really, really high. So I can naturally walk in like very high hills. Oh my like, gosh. I never had a problem. You. I know. I, I know. I have very flat. Feet, I don't. So. 
because my feet will hurt. Like, I don't know how people do that on a regular basis. Uh, yeah. My Blessings older sister. to all you ladies that she, wear high heels yeah. every day and the real tall pumps and just all of that. You are a bomb ass bitch. You really are. Like, you are strong inside. Oh, my gosh. Servers who wear heels the entire shift. How? Yeah. Ugh. Let's not talk How? about servers. <laughs> oh, All no. Right. That's, that, that a server do you wrong? <laughs> yep. And I couldn't yes. return the plate. <laughs> All right. So, last section, right? Is this our last yes. section? Yes. Yeah. All right. Political terms. Political terms. So this was one of the things that I actually requested you help me with because what, um, and I've mentioned this to you a couple of times, what I'm noticing, especially the closer you get to the cities, like now I, the company I work for is based in Philly. Mm -hmm. So I'm seeing in people's signature in the company, her, she, whatever, her, yeah, pronouns. I can't even get yeah. that right. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, there is no right way. It's whatever you want them to be. Yeah, it's like all these politically correct terms, binary, non-binary, mm -hmm. non-binary terms or, or whatever. Listen, this is going to be a part of our lives. This is not going away. We do have to learn it. And slowly but surely, once they started in the schools, which I do believe that they probably will, um, it's literally just going to be a snowball effect, like a thing. You know? Yeah, and I think it's great. Like, uh, kids will finally like be able to express themselves at an earlier age and like figure it yeah. out down the line. Where, and then they won't turn out as awkward as me. So, right, and me. That's a good thing. And me. <laughs> Certainly. Okay. All right. I actually like. I mean, I also am still learning too, and I I still catch myself not asking for people's pronouns or even still using the pronouns and I feel so bad I want I just I want to respect you but I need to learn so to unlearn so many things terrible. I'm terrible I told you earlier like everything I'm like all right ladies no problem like <laughs> and meanwhile these two particular people that I'm that I was referencing earlier they are both lesbians so I don't know how they want to be. They've never said anything to me, but mm. am I offending someone? You know, and how bad is the offense? I I have no idea. And that's why also like, I feel so bad because I- You don't know how bad it hurts somebody, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I don't want to hurt but, anybody's feelings. Like I know as, it, as kids, it can hurt more. Like they're a little less like thick skinned. I remember when- I was working at a kids camp not that long ago and I think this this really upset me um there was um a girl who didn't fit you know the stereotypical feminine look right and um I I asked I asked for her pronouns um but this this other younger girl at the camp walked up to her and asked if she was a boy or a girl and yeah and uh, this girl she was just so upset the look on her face and she just walked out the room and I was like oh my god I went to go talk to the little girl and told her like that that's not okay to ask was she genuinely curious or was she just trying to be a little jerk 
No, she was genuinely curious. I knew I okay. knew the little girl. She's she's really sweet, but she didn't know any better. And I think yeah. that's why it's really important to start this kind of stuff at a young age. Yeah. I mean, the re- like even with the terms though, that has to come up, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe the better question for her to ask was how would you like me like, you know, how how do I talk about you? <laughs> or like, you know how How should like, I reference you? Right? When when we introduce ourselves in like first day of school and things like that they should that should be a question that teachers ask like mm. how do you want to be referred to as that's true because teachers a lot of teachers even at the younger levels they do ask you what name do you want to be called yeah because even exactly. though your name is sally maybe everybody calls you juice you know mm-hmm. so yeah it should just it's you're introducing yourself and that's yeah. part of you yeah true Right. All okay. right. First term is a gender, also n- known as gender neutral. It's uh, like like what I was just talking about earlier. Someone who doesn't ident- identify with either super feminine or masculine, just not they don't see themselves in the traditional system of gender and they just see themselves without gender. It, it's kind of hard to that think word. about it at first. That's because like we're mystical. So- yeah, we're just so used to like, oh, so binary, like, oh, this is a girl, this is a boy, yeah. there's nothing else. But yeah, and then obviously an ally, we both know what that is, a person who supports our community, usually a cis straight person. Yes. And yes, cis gender is the next term, which is the opposite of transgender in you know, someone who identifies as, as a gender that they're born with, like me, I'm born as a female and I go by she, her, and I, de- I identify as a female. So cisgender is when you identify with the one you were born with? Yes. Got it. Okay. So I will be cisgender. Yes. And then and- androgyny, androgynous, it's, it's like, I guess sort of like stem yeah a lot of people have said i have a very androgynous look i don't Mm. know if i should be offended a couple people probably should have got slapped off of that but i actually i was like oh (laughs) i didn't know i mean i don't really think it's an offensive term or they were maybe i don't know if they were trying to offend you but the the term just means like you can be both you can express yourself in both like masculine or feminine ways or like mixing the two in such a way like yeah like having short hair and like, like ruby Ru- well she's not really yeah, yeah ruby yeah, rose think- would be androgynous mm-hmm. yeah a lot of, and shane off of the l word a lot of people yeah. used to not a lot of people but a couple of people would you know how you pick your character mm-hmm. like in the l word like oh i'm i'm like this person shane was yeah. the one that i would get or um bet <laughs> i see that i see that i got oh, a yeah. lot i think of you bet. like Shane and Bet put together. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little more mature than Shane now, you know, maybe back in the day. But yeah, I would say, yeah, a mix of a mix of those two. All right. Oh, biphobia and biphobic. I experienced this when I thought that I was bisexual. Basically just a negative attitude to people who identify as bisexual, like assuming that they're more likely to cheat or that think is that. a very real thing and yeah, I recently what? I recently encountered this and I gotta say I feel like I kind of failed the test 
there were there were other factors involved like she had been married for 10 years mm-hmm. and she also was very loose with the whole covid thing like mm-hmm. she was like i'm going to a party this weekend this person is coming oh. over like she was giving me the list of cuz we were going to meet up yeah and i'm just like you know what you're playing games with covid and you're bisexual it's like too much <laughs> like i know but I mean- that's that's bad. I really want to get over that because I think I have mm-hmm. a lot of old stereotypes in my head about bisexual yeah. people because we do kind of look at them as like very flip floppy. It's like, what do you mm-hmm. like? <laughs> yeah. And it and it's not like they just choose whichever. It's just they like both. Sometimes right. one more than the other and they get to the side. Um, yeah, yeah, I definitely. It's hard because it's it's mm-hmm. like a straight person trying to understand how someone else could be gay. It's like, wait, yeah. what? Like how? Um, yeah. And then for me, I'm like, well, how can you like both? There has to be one that you like more than another. But you know, they're just like, no, I just like people. Yeah. Oh, and I think that's that's like, um, well, we'll get into that. I love the the, the pan, the romantic, and all that stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, the next one, demi-romantic, demi-sexual, um, which I was saying that I was, and I de- demi-romantic, which is like you need to form um, a strong emotional bond with somebody before being sexually attracted to them. Uh, so I need to like know you really well. We need to get along really well before I'm actually just attracted to you. So I don't, I don't get like, like, you know, when you see someone right away, I don't really get crushes like that. Yeah, like it was so weird growing up because I was like, I don't understand why, uh, how these girls are, yeah, like am I, like I thought there was something wrong with me. I was like, how come I don't have the same kind of crushes? Mm -hmm. And I remember I was talking to my sister and she was like, because she was asking me how I knew that I like girls. And she was like, uh, or, and I'm like, so I asked her, how do, how do you know you like boys? And she's like, they have a crush on me. And then I like them back. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, that's not helpful at all. (laughs) But yeah, I just, I need to get to know a person before I really like pursue them. Yeah. I, I like to get to know someone, you know, I like to stretch out that dating period before we're like a thing, you know what I yeah. mean? But I like for sex to be involved in that stretch. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, like, I yeah. usually know, you know, I usually know it's the, the harder part for me is like, is this a serious thing that is going to be a thing? Mm-hmm. Whether we can like, get it on or like stuff like that that's like I usually pretty much know but it's like long-term compatibility you know like what is this you know so that usually like, takes me a little longer I'm not like not doing anything for extended periods of time okay. it's just like yeah we could make out and whatever but I won't and we'll we can have sex but that I won't really enjoy it that much until we've with we formed like a strong emotional bond right yeah, yeah, I'm not like prude or anything for like yeah, months. No, that doesn't sound that doesn't sound prude at all. That doesn't sound prude. That sounds like the way that we probably all should be. You know, they say that relationships last when you guys are friends first. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're allowing that build up to build the 
you know, most of us are just like, oh, you're hot. Yeah. What are we doing here? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I don't get that. Like that whole, like, see, I can't ever, I've tried, but could never do the one night hookup thing. Couldn't I do don't, it. yeah, I can't, I'm too grown for that now. Now I just know too much and I, I'm becoming more of a germaphobe. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know you, like, don't, you know. Um, but yeah, when I first came out, when I was like, girl crazy and I was like oh my god because <laughs> like, you know think about it like it's the first time like you you come out you have your first date mm-hmm. you're like oh my god I get what everybody was talking about all this time yeah. like now I understand um so yeah you're just like I want to travel the seas of lesbians <laughs> like I want to just <laughs> swim um but yeah now you know now I'm getting older but all right what's uh what's the next one uh, gender binary. So this is just like the idea that there are only two genders and like you can only choose either one, which goes against what we were talking about earlier about a gender where people think that they where people believe that they exist without either or somewhere or without just without either one. So basically gender binary is what we know now, either female yeah. or male. Um, next one is gender queer. So this one I also had to learn. Um, a gender identity label often used by people who do not identify with the binary of man or woman and usually used as an umbrella term for many non-conforming, non-conforming and or non-binary identities. So agenders, bigenders, gender fluid, and I guess like androgynous would go under this too. Yeah. And then there's, yeah, I know it's, it's, I'm sorry. It's a lot. It's a lot. It, it is, especially like, I feel like we're supposed to kind of be the experts on it because mm-hmm. we're gay, but it, that just wasn't, it doesn't sound like that was the walk of, that wasn't our walk in life. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I never felt like a boy. Yeah. And I never wanted to be a boy. I knew that like there were like, I had a lot in common with the guys, sometimes more than the girls, you know, but I never wanted to be the, you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. um, so yeah, I mean, listen, I think that we should learn these words and just learn everything that we can about it just because that is a hard road. Yeah. When you have been born and you feel like, you feel like every day that you were not born into the right body like damn the least we could do is learn some words that's yeah that sounds traumatic as hell yeah that's you know? some I think I think I don't like that we're expected to know this stuff because we're just learning too it's yeah. not it was important yeah I don't like when people get rude about it like don't be mean about it you know if I don't know yeah. something or well you're gay I, I didn't go through that though yeah you know? like I'm just I'm like you I'm trying my best I'm doing my part and learning yeah learn too exactly i just always throw the black card i'm like listen i'm black all right my people have gone through enough i don't need to learn any more words i mean like i it's it's valid you've gone through so much and you know it's like american black (laughs) you know this shit is ingrained in everything here you know racism is in everything here Um, it's it's so terrible 
And it's a shame too, you know, like one of the things is like, even when immigrants come to this country, they even treat black people like shit. Yeah. And they I, jump ahead of black people because of different things that are offered to immigrants that aren't offered mm -hmm. to black people. And it's just like, it's like they'll come here and they look down on us. Yeah, I've, I've been reading up about this and it's like uh, Asians were kind of labeled as the ideal immigrant where we're supposed to be the smart ones. We're supposed to do all this. And it's basically just the system dividing us, making us believe that 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 black people are below everybody else, yeah. which it's crazy because we're all immigrants. We're all yeah. fighting the same person, the, the same system. But everyone is trying their best to assimilate to whiteness. Exactly. They're trying to get as close to whiteness as possible. So the further away from the criminal blacks, <laughs> you know, the more, and it's crazy because when you look at the statistics and everything, none of it makes logical sense. It's like, mm -hmm. but, but anyway, all right. What is, what's the next one? Um, heteronormativity. So this is just this the assumption. Yeah. So just assuming that everybody's straight all the time and basically being straight is better than all other sexualities. And like this, this, this is annoying when, when people just assume that you have a boyfriend or something like they'll ask, oh, how come you don't have a boyfriend yet? Or where's your husband? Yep. That kind of stuff. Yeah. When are you having a baby? Like, oh God, yeah. Yeah. No. And I was never that, I wasn't even the little girl that ever really dreamed about having kids and all that stuff. I didn't mm -hmm. dream about my prom or, or any of that. Like, I just yeah. I don't know. I just never cared or thought about it. Yeah, like I, like I know girls who have had their weddings planned for so long, and I'm like, I don't even know if I want one of those. <laughs> yes, I I have known many many girls like that, and I have dated a few girls like that. And you would think like, yo, we gay, we just <laughs> got the opportunity to do this. How you got a book? How do you have a, a scrapbook or uh, what is that a Pinterest board? How do you have a Pinterest board? We just, damn, <laughs> the ink ain't even dried on the bill yet. And you got a Pinterest board at your wedding? <laughs> How do you even have a Pinterest board? How many like lesbian wedding themes are there on Pinterest now? I don't know. I wouldn't look at it. So. Yeah. yeah, I think, that, uh, see, that kind of stuff is scary. We don't know what we're supposed to know. <laughs> I know, I know. But you know, also, I think it's kind of cool that we get to invent our own thing. Like it's not tied to, because think about it, straight girls have a lot of pressure. You got to do this, then you got to do this, and you got to have this many people, and it's got to go this way. Oh, yeah. And so many people, since they are living a straight, heterosexual, they just follow all of these things, like, like don't even think about it okay, well, you know, yeah. it's been two years since we've been married, it's time to have kids, or it's been a year, whatever your parents have drilled into you or whatever, they mm. just follow it. But because we're gay, that kind of puts a, a speed bump on all that. So you do get an opportunity to kind of, you know, my dog's going to be my, my, my flower girl. Oh, you know, I'm not, listen, don't, don't be congratulating me on no wedding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of exciting in a way if you look at it like in a positive twist, you know? Yeah, that's really nice. You're looking at it in a positive point of view. 
I'm trying to be good. <laughs> um, all right. All right. Intersex. So this is like, this is more of a biological term when you're born with a combination of chromosomes or um, internal sex organs and genitals that differ from the expected patterns of a male or female. So this used to be called hermaphrodite or hermaphrodite. Yeah. And like that term is now outdated and derogatory. Very derogatory. Yeah. Um, I learned that the hard way. Um, But believe it or not, in ancient times, people who were of the same sex were usually ended up being shaman were usually yeah. like the special people of that civilization. Always, or not always, but typically attributed to having like some type of closer co- to connection to God mm. or some type of mystical ability. So right. it's just interesting how, you know, nowadays we take everything and it's like, yeah, why is that? Yeah, you suck, you know? Like I know in indigenous culture, they call it two-spirit where you yes, both embody yes like the the divine feminine and divine masculine and you're both and that's why that that's what makes you special that's your that's right. your power but why is it that in our society that's like a bad thing because everything has to follow the machine you know yeah it's this or it's that and anytime somebody's like wait a second i don't fit in either of one of these they're like well screw you you're out of the system you know what i mean yeah. this way or that way mother effa <laughs> like, yeah yeah all right. right, so this one too, I just learned um, GSM stands for, or the next couple is just like um, abbreviations. What's the word? Abbreviations. Yeah, right. So gender and uh, sexual minorities. So us. <laughs> um, DSG, diverse sexualities and genders. And this is often used in, I didn't even know about this acronym. Q-U-I-L-T-B-E-A-G. Is that a quilt bag? Are we allowed to call it a quilt That's bag? That's how I'm reading it. So a quilt um, bag. Right. I didn't know that was a thing until I was like researching this. So queer, questioning, undecided, intersex, lesbian, trans, bisexual, asexual, allied, and gay and genderqueer. So I guess like another LGBTQ2S. I... You know they making fun of us with all the letters. We need to scale this back and reclaim our coolness here. Yeah. All right, like I think most much. of the time, I just use queer because yes, it, it's That's a lot. It. It's a mouthful. I'll I'll take queer. I'll take queer any day. Queer. Most people I feel like end up just saying gay for everything. Yeah, oh, I they're used to... gay. You know, actually, when I first came out to my parents. I thought I was bi, right? But I just said gay as an umbrella term in case. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't give them any hope that I would right, end up right. with a guy. <laughs> yeah, you shut all their dreams down yeah. just in one slight, just to, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, if I did end up as a lesbian, then that's what they were expecting. But if that's I cool. was actually bisexual and ended up with a man, <laughs> then they'd be happier. That's true. It's a, it's a bonus. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, MX, it's like just the, ne- the gender gender neutral form of Mr. Mrs. Uh, Miss. Oh wow! Okay, so MX, so the MX Nina instead of Miss Nina. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, that's gender neutral. Yes, exactly. Okay, 
And there's also Zienzer. I should have ordered this properly, but Zienzer, um, same thing. Uh, alternative pronouns, gender neutral pronouns to to replace he, she, his, hers. Really? Zienzer. Yeah. To replace he, she, or his and hers. Or sometimes people like they and theirs. Does this sound like um, like Jupiter language or like <laughs> alien Zezer? Okay. Uh, I th- yeah, I think I just learned that too. And I think they and there is the more popular term, but I'm seeing Z and Zer more often. Yeah, they too. and them. That's actually what I was calling because I took this as a joke in the beginning when people were like, oh, you know, you got to stop calling people by he and her. So mm-hmm. I would just be like, oh, you mean the, the them they's? <laughs> I was just gonna, like the them they's, like everything was them they. Um, so yeah, that one I know. Right. And that goes into the next acronym, PGPs, preferred gender pronouns, which okay. I also just learned. Yes. And then the next ones, CR, C, no, oh, sorry, SRS. I'm getting confused with the Z's and those. Yeah. But SRS, so sex reassignment surgery. So that's just like all the kind of surgery that, um, trans people go through so bottom surgery top surgery that kind of stuff how much do you know about the surgeries um not too much actually okay Okay. yeah me either because i people actually do i thought that was a sneeze um people have asked me questions about the transition from female to male Mm -hmm. and i have no idea about it and anytime mm-hmm. I research it, I feel like I get sidetracked or I don't know what happens. Yeah. Um, I've watched I've watched some documentaries, but I've never taken biology. So I just I can't wrap my head around and it. And that that me too. Me and me and my aunt were we were talking the other day and we were just like, how does it actually work? I know when a woman is on testosterone, mm-hmm. she will slowly begin to grow, you know, her her clitoris will turn into a penis because that's really all a penis is. Um, But there's a surgery component to make it look more like it would if it had been growing since birth. And with that, does it do everything on its own? I have no clue okay yeah that's what we got lost i'm like is there like a mechanical component to it where you gotta like i don't know anyway yeah i don't yeah that's one so yeah yeah, that's like let's slide into the next one (laughs) that's that's something i need to research for too (laughs) okay so stealth is a trans person who is not out as trans and you they look cisgender so if I was um if I identified as a trans male you wouldn't be able to tell because I I look female right gotcha that's Uh, a cool little title yeah I like that stealth stealth right I want to be like a stealth well no I don't want to be that (laughs) version of a stealth but it would be cool to be like oh yeah you know I'm I'm a stealth lesbian like yeah Oh, I guess, isn't that what, like, feminine is? <laughs> like, fems? Stealth? Well, I mean, like, in that 
they're lesbian, but most people don't know that they're lesbian because they ah, look. Ah, yeah. see, you put thinking in the back. Okay, yeah. Um, third gender. This one, I am still trying to understand as well. So this is a person. Like, I guess there's a lot of history that goes with this, but it's for a person who does not identify with either man or woman, but identifies with another gender. And there are historical societies that have recognized three genders and i guess it's just um i guess maybe that's what two spirit is too like in a way like yeah. just that there's more than just two genders yeah hmm that is interesting i wonder if we will get to a, a time where we have a third or fourth gender mm -hmm. like you're male you're female your stealth. <laughs> I mean, because clearly, like, biologically, we definitely don't have just two because people are being born with, like, a different expected pattern of male and female, like, biology. So there must be other yeah. genders. Yeah. I mean, there's two potential parts, mm -hmm. but the chemical you know, the, the makeup of what's supposed to, yeah, no, I think you said it better. Let's just leave it like that. <laughs> right. And then two once spirit. I start doing stuff like this, <laughs> cut me out. Like, just, just keep going. Well, we already went through two spirit. Um, and then Dean's are, so I think we went through all the terms. I think that was we it. We did it. Yes. Listen, this is your educational Bible encyclopedia Britannica yes. of lesbianism. So and if you have five mind, hours yes. to listen to the show. <laughs> Has it been? Oh, my God. It's 830. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But listen, first of all, I kind of wish I would have had something like this that I can just reference. Yeah. So that, you know, so who knows who this could potentially help. And I'm sure like... I mean, we both needed to learn this too. Yes. So I'm sure there's a lot I, of people that do. You're being very kind. I needed to learn this. <laughs> now I learned badly. a lot too. Oh my gosh. So. Yes. Oh, but I just want everybody to keep in mind, this is just a starter pack. So this does not mean we all stop learning. We, we have to keep going after this. Very true, very true. High five, especially my audience, because they're hard-headed. <laughs> so, yes, absolutely. You know, I hope I hope people are able to get something out of this. Um, if not, they could just laugh along with us. Like, I definitely yeah. had a good time. <laughs> Me too. We have to do this again. Yes, we have please. To, you know, maybe something in the news will come up or something like that, but I definitely want to do this again. Um. Thank you so much for being on the show. And thank you for oh. having me on your show. Duh, thanks for reaching out to me. I, I had so much fun. I can't believe you're still even talking to me after my like what? shenanigans. <laughs> I'm so weird. But no, I appreciate you getting through this. Uh, I don't even know how long it's been, but I appreciate you being so kind to me. No, if anything, I'm so grateful for you. <laughs> I gotta My get God. that cool mic set up like how you got. You flossing over there. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, over it's here. Just, just computer stuff. <laughs> All right. All right, cool. So 
tell my people everywhere they can support you and just give a little gist about, you know, maybe some upcoming shows that you have or what you hope to be speaking about on the podcast. Like what can they expect? Right. So Gay Monologues is my podcast and I just really share stories about my life and things that I've gone through in hopes that it'll help somebody that's going through it or will go through it or who just or just you know a young lesbian that wants to know about what it's like to be older and have come out um and maybe if hopefully this will last long enough to where I find a wife and you can figure out what a happy relationship looks like um mostly lighthearted stuff because I'm a fool and I do foolish things (laughs) (laughs) um but also the other reason that I wanted to start this podcast was to bring more attention to my other project which is called Loud Pride and um, it's just it's a non-profit initiative where um, I sell bracelets and donate 100% of the profit to this charity in Toronto that helps uh, kids not kids but anybody who wants to transition and they're part of a health center so Um, Yeah, so they're really capable of helping people transition safely. And most importantly, they, they actually house um, LGBTQ2S, um, Black, Indigenous, people of color, youth that are experiencing homelessness, because Matt, you get so many times kids get kicked out of their homes for coming out. And it's, it's not fair. And it just sets up the rest of their life for failure or for hardship. And I think it's really important what they do. And they also facilitate programs that kind of help um, queer kids figure out what, what they like to do and how they want their future to be. So That is yeah. so dope. I didn't even know you were doing that. So wait, say that charity one more time and we can get the bracelets through you. So um, the website- Do you have your or- website set up yet? Yeah, it's uh, it's oh. it's all the links are on my gay monologues account. Mm-hmm. Um, so G A Y M O N O L O G U E S gay monologues. Um, the links are in my bio. The non for profit initiative is called Loud Pride. Um, so loud like L O U D and Pride P R I D E. And yeah, the website is also linked, um, in that Instagram account. And I, I also, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, like, I was lucky enough to have somewhere else to stay when I came out to my parents when I, um, when they weren't happy with me. So, yeah. and I know not everybody is that lucky. So I just right. want to do my part. And, and honestly, if we want to kind of destroy the system in a way or disrupt the system and make everything more fair. We got to start with the youth. High five. I totally agree with you. Totally agree. And that is absolutely 1000% a worthy cause for anyone to donate to. Um, So we'll definitely be getting our bracelets from you, but I think I almost cut you off. So you were talking about that. And then what else, um, you were about to mention something else. Uh, no, not really. No, did I just make that up? Okay. So uh, when can think... they expect your shows? Like, what's the flow? Oh, so I my shows tend to be around 10 to 15 minutes. And I try to 
have them out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Oh um, man, you're making me look bad. <laughs> your episodes are so long. Mine are so short and they're just- I know. <laughs> I know. You, you talk about important stuff. I just over here talking about how foolish I am. <laughs> no, you know, that stuff is, someone needs that, you know? Someone needs that. And also, like, don't be so modest. She's funny as hell, okay? She's funny as hell. She's super confident. And she's telling you real stories from her life. So it's super relatable. I don't care, you know, who you are. It's super, super relatable because you can tell it's coming from a very genuine place. Um, You know, a lot of, well, I'm not going to disparage anyone. I'll just leave it like that. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to like say nice things about you and then say bad things about other podcasts. But there are, you know, there are many podcasts that are very disingenuous and you could tell that people are making up the stories to have some type of content. Not the case, you know, so that's really cool. And I always appreciate that. Thank you. And if you want to tell all three of my listeners what you're up to. What's up, mom, (laughs) brother and sister? (laughs) How y'all doing? Um, So the Spicy Pecan podcast is I talk about everything. Um, you know, I could talk about, we haven't really gotten too much into religion. Um, we've mostly been bogged down with politics because hello, you know, I'm in the States. So, um, there, when I originally started to think about doing the podcast, there wasn't going to be any politics or very little. I was going to talk about social issues, but not get into candidates and, you know, specifics. Um, that's over. In the age of 2020, I think that the more voices we have speaking, you know, truth to people, um, the better. Because in this country, we have been indoctrinated with lies, like just actual lies, like Christopher Columbus discovered America. Those type of deep-seated lies are in every crevice of the country. So, um, yeah, the show will talk about current events, politics. I get into a little bit of celebrity gossip. I don't go too deep into it, but some things I just kind of like to mention. And then I talk about my crazy ass life. You know, I talk about um, the fact that I'm a recovering alcoholic. I talk about the fact that I'm gay. Um, You know, obviously I'm black, I'm half Puerto Rican. So all I need to do is stub a toe and I qualify for a handicap sticker at this point. (laughs) So many things going on with me. Um, but I try to keep things light and funny. And I also get an opportunity to interview dope ass people like you. Um, and I love doing the show, my show right now, I'm on a schedule of every other Thursday. Um, but I think now that I've switched to video, it's a lot easier to kind of pump things out a bit more, you know, since Mm -hmm. now I get to stare at myself because I'm still (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, so I'm hoping to get to a, you know, every week, um, the episodes do air on Thursdays and yeah, feel free to catch up. I'm on episode like 14 or 15 or 17 or something like that. I can't oh my remember. Gosh. Wow. Um, but yeah, check out the episodes. I'm on iTunes, Spotify, the video component is on YouTube and, um, Google play. Yes. And I know I've thanked you before, but I just want to thank you again. I appreciate your content so much. I learned so much from your podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And make sure you keep my spot on the couch nice and clean. I don't want that to be the sunken place. So (laughs) 
Just remember. No, actually, almost nobody sits on the couch. We're always all in our room. So that couch is like fresh. Listen, I cannot wait to come to Canada or maybe you'll come to the States and we can meet up in LA or something like yes. that or something. Oh my gosh. And live out the L word in LA. <laughs> yes. We got to do something. We absolutely have to do something, but we'll definitely do, um, you know, some type of co-show again, or maybe I'll just come on yours, your come on mine or something yes. like that, but we'll definitely figure it out. Yeah, but, just let me yeah. know. This was so much fun. I'm yes, excited to I do it again. Blast. Absolutely. All right. Awesome. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Be well. Thank you for listening to Spicy Pecan Podcast. This is a wonderful new media production. Ah.